Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We do this every day. I'm Pat Mulroy, the director of the World of Learning Institute. The World of Learning Institute provides virtual instruction in world languages and other courses like calculus, chemistry, physics. And this year, we are hosting full-time IU8 students through our World of Learning Extended Campus. So when it's difficult for a school or district to find a teacher, we're here to talk to you about what we do every day that makes learning authentic, relevant, and engaging. And you can contact me at pmulroy at worldoflearninginstitute.com if you want some more information. And in our last episode, we talked with two of our virtual learning specialists, Courtney and Ashley, um, to hear about their experiences in making the virtual classroom feel like home. Um, and it was great to hear how as course builders, collaborators, student supporters, planners, magicians, um, they create that experience for students that helps them to feel at home. And today we have Don Vogt, who is from Ridgedale um, High School in Ohio. And Don, you can expand on that for us if you want um, to tell us about his experience as a building administrator and his um, relationship with the world of learning. And we also have Lauren McMinn, who has helped facilitate that relationship. And so I'm going to just ask you, Don, just to start off. I'm glad to have you both here. Um, just telling us a little bit about how'd you find us. I know you needed a Spanish teacher, I think, when I first met you. Well, thanks for having me, Pat and Lauren. I appreciate it. Um, man, I'm going to tell you that there are certain, and, and everybody's heard of the teacher shortage, but there are certain areas that are just near impossible. And, you know, one of them would, uh, in Ohio, at least from my experience. So one of them is, uh, is obviously Spanish and, uh, you cannot, when, when you're a rural school and you're not in a, you know, in a cultural center that would attract, um, uh, maybe foreign born Spanish teachers or even American born because there are fewer and far between, um, it's, it's really difficult. And so, um, and there are other areas too, FCCLA, uh, I think special ed, higher level math, higher level science, where you guys are pitching in and helping as well. Um, you know, when, when when you asked me that, like where I found you, I, I don't even quite remember, to be honest. We've been working together for probably four or five years now. Yeah. Um, my guess, it was probably an internet search. Isn't that silly? Um, but when, when you are out of options and, and you have to find something and there's nothing around you um, to be had... Um, and your students need you and they're depending on you to provide them uh, with something with with quality, you know, in this case, Spanish instruction. Um, you reach out and you you try to find what you can. And uh, I have been very blessed. You guys have been terrific uh, to work with and a, and a real blessing for our students uh, at, at both schools that I've been at when when you were working with us. Yeah. We love working with you and, and your teams too. The communication is just excellent from everybody at your school. And that just makes everything so much smoother because, you know, we're virtual and we can't just, you know, meet you um, in person. And so the communication that we get has just been amazing. And, and that goes a really long way. I kind of want to know a little bit more about, um, you know, what you look for, you know, when you're trying to enhance your programs at your school, um, what kind of qualities do you look for when you're kind of adding to your school district ecosystem? Um, yeah, and I I'll, I want to go back to the, the the point you were talking about is, as far as the communication, because you guys have to take some credit for that as well, because if you didn't have um, good systems in play, um, the communication on our end uh, would be a lot harder. You know what I mean? So, you know, kudos to you guys. You've always been really um 
on top of things and 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 easy to work with and and uh, easy to communicate with. Um, you know, I, I guess I've always been about um, trying to provide the best um, for our students, no matter what. And so, you know, in hiring processes for teachers, um, let's say, um, I try to, you know, I don't want to say put put candidates through the ringer, but I, I kind of do because, you know, when you look at research and, and you understand that, you know, one of the, the top the top things that that um, get students to achieve the most that they can then it can achieve is the teacher that's standing in front of them. And if you don't have quality, that that hurts in in some regard. And so, um, you know, when I go out then in this case and and looking for options for my Spanish students, um, it can't just be um, modules. You know what I mean? Um, we're we're going to go through some worksheets with no live instruction or anything like that. I I've got to have whether even if it's two or three days a week, I've got to have somebody of quality um, standing in, in in front of our kids, or in this case, beaming in from Pennsylvania. You know, for for our kids. But um, uh, you know, it's it's funny too because you mentioned that, and and we are required in in Ohio to do uh, walkthroughs uh, for our classrooms. And that gives me the ability uh, to uh, watch your teachers in action. You know what I mean? And and it, it is, it's fascinating um, to, to know that we have these computers now that can, you know, can bring quality instructors um, to our building that are nowhere near us. And, and it's just, you know, when I think about how I started out as a teacher, you know, 30 some years ago, you know, we, we would never have even dreamt that and hear it, it and you guys make it a reality for our kids. So so I don't know if that answers the question, but that's that's certainly mm -hmm. what, I, what I look for, because I think it's very, very important. And, and, and like I said, research has shown that it's very, very important. Right. That is so true. And I think, you know, one of the things, you know, I think about this is, I think, my 40 something year. And like you, Don, like, no, no technology wasn't even like on the radar. And, and I feel really fortunate because I had a lot of mentors also who said to me, Pat, you know, you're not going to teach anybody anything until you build a relationship with them. Right. And I think, um, you know, early in my school experience, I thought, well, if I could be like this teacher who I admired, then the kids would listen to me. And what I found was the exact opposite. Like when I came in and tried to be like that other teacher, you know, it's like, huge failure you know so the whole idea of the communication and um the authenticity and and that we can beam in like i was at a presentation this summer where they talked about you know jetson style education you know like mm -hmm. i think you're watching on cartoons and and the technology has gotten really a lot better i think you know from you know about 15 years ago we were using blackboard collaborate you know, when I was a school leader and my kids were taken like Chinese or Russian, you know, I'd go in the library too, do the same thing, do a walkthrough and see what it was looked like. But the teacher was about the size of a quarter in the, in the streaming, you know, and now you can actually see the face and see all that. And I think that's really cool. I think another part, Don, our mission and vision is to serve rural schools to, so that they have the same opportunities that students who are in larger, more culturally you know, expansive areas have. And I mean, I think that's one of our goals. Um, so when you look at those, like when you come in and do those walkthroughs, what's most, what do you find most surprising 
um about that i mean like you said we were we weren't even thinking about this yeah. you know like well i'll tell you one time i was walking through uh, a spanish class and and i don't remember the teacher that's probably not important but you know she had the her background decorated to the hilt with these hanging blankets and and spanish sayings and and, and all this other stuff to really try to engage the kids and and uh, you know when you were talking about authenticity i think you hit the nail on the head because they were really reaching out and trying to be um, very personable with the kids through the computer, which is not easy to do. Um, uh, but but that's one of the things that struck me is, you know, this is really cool that we're, you know, we're beaming in and and but we're still creating relationships and we're still teaching, um, even though it's a screen and and the person isn't live. And uh, and, and that's I think that's. I think that's effective, you know, for, for, for that kind of teaching, that online teaching. That's so good to hear. I mean, it's really good to hear. Lauren, what are you thinking? I'm thinking about how, when I started teaching online and before the pandemic, I was a little bit like skeptical. I think, you know, like, how's this going to work? I've only ever taught in person. Um, but I really did feel like those were my students as much as any students I had had in person. And I really had those relationships and cared about the students and, um, got to know about their lives. I feel like language classes are just such like fertile ground for that because, you know, you're saying like, I have, you know, a brother and a sister and you're just like sharing about yourself because that's like really basic language, you know? So you're just like, sharing a lot, maybe more than you would in another type of classroom because um, it's so much about just like expression and communication anyway in that course. Um, so I feel like as a language teacher, you know, you do get to really know your students. Um, but I love hearing that because um, we do work really hard, you know, to it's, you know, the part-time teachers that we, you know, manage and now full-time teachers and um, just their schedules and making it all work. And just, um, it's something that um, Pat like has this, this vision for. And it's, um, it's, it's like a big dance, you know, like we coordinate this dance, we get the schedules from the school over the summer. We may be like, we don't know if you're going to need us sometimes like the districts, you know, but that's what we're there for, you know, and it's all, um, it just feels really good when you make it, when it can work and it feels seamless and the students are having a real connection. Like I love, I love knowing that. And, you know, we had worked um, with a school that you had got us in touch with last year and we had a great experience last year with them. Um, and then they were able to find a Spanish teacher and that's sort of like the happy ending, right? Like if a school can find um, an in-person teacher, we, you know, we, 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 we celebrate that. We lift that up. We think that that's amazing. But when you can't, um, that's what we're here for. And so um, when you share your good experience with your friends and your other districts in Ohio, we really appreciate that. And, and that yeah. feels really great. Well, we appreciate the work that you do. And I wouldn't recommend if I didn't, you know, think that you would do a, a, a terrific job for them as well. It's just so, you, you know, like you said, they, the, the friend of mine that we were talking about, just they got lucky because somebody came out of retirement that they could, you know, maybe cajole into, you know, one right. more year or whatever. But uh, right. it, it is, uh, like I mentioned before, just tough. I mean, just some experiences that I've gone through to try to find um, live um, instruction is, is I, it, I don't even know if you'd believe the stories if I told you. <laughs> oh, yeah, we would believe you because, quite frankly, like, you know, we spend a lot of our time too trying to find teachers and we end up with people who have just either kind of like either burned out or they want to be home with their kids or, you know, they're like they've retired and they only want to teach a little bit. And so that's like, like how we have to kind of glue it all together, you know, like we have to take those little pots and, 
you know, make it a perfect, what, what do they do in Japanese where they fill it in with the gold, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like sometimes that's what we're doing. We're taking like these little pieces and trying to, to make that beautiful gold piece out of it. But, you know, Lauren, to your point, like when somebody finds someone, that's, that's a good thing. Like we aren't, we aren't here to be a school. We're here to support a school. And one of the things I think that's a highlight that you've been through, cause you, you've initiated this program in two schools, Don, is like, it's bumpy at first, you know, like, and I think we're dealing with some schools right now. And I just want people to hear that, that once you get beyond those bumps, you know, like it takes time for students to assimilate, Mm -hmm. you know, like what are some of those things that you saw that helped smooth that out? Um, You know, on the, on the very few occasions that kids ever came down to the office to say, you know, I just don't know that, this is right for me or whatever. Um, You've got to talk a little bit about patience. You got to talk a little bit about change. You got to talk a little bit about the newness and, and, and giving it a chance. And, you know, I'm a big proponent that not all schools are for everybody. Even our school may not be for everybody. Online school is not for everybody. Um, But I can talk, you know, I can talk to them about the engagement. I can talk to them about, um, you know, you guys and, and trying to create that home atmosphere. But I can also talk to a little bit about if you still want Spanish, that for us, the only other option is modules. And I said, and 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 I've seen like our credit recovery currently is, is that it's modules and the success rates between you guys with Spanish and just the module approach to online learning. There's no comparison. Yours is so much higher. Um, and so we talk a little bit about that with the kids too, you know, do you want to, to put yourself in a position where you're going to have more success? And I would hope that they would answer hundred percent. Yes. In which case I would say, well, then your only choice is, is, is world of learning because they've got that online, you know, interaction with you. If you, you just want to go through modules, um, you're going to lose interest. Um, you're, you're probably going to drop by the wayside. And, uh, and, and that's not what they want. And that's not what we want either. And we kind of set up our model that way too, that there are a lot of adults on like one student, you know? So um, we have the world of learning instructor who is noticing who's coming to live sessions, who isn't right. And then contacting the person you place in the room. And so, you know, our teachers have the contact information for that person in the room to get more information about what's going on with students And then you have your program coordinator who has been amazing from the beginning that I met with over the summer, one-on-one in Zoom, showed him the systems. He shared with me the different facilitators who would be in the classroom. And just having um, that all flow really, like having that solid, I think you mentioned before, like the systems, um, it's great to have a lot of eyes on kids. So they're just not falling by the wayside, right? Because that, you know, I think last year, every year we kind of try to come up with a little bit of a motto. And last year ours was everyone means everyone, right? And so it's like every student, we want eyes on every student, everyone. Um, and, and so I think that that really, really helps. And yeah. having involved facilitators and reliable, solid people in the room and program coordinators that you've established, really, it makes it so much easier. Your point, when, and I was thinking about like, you know, just transferring that to what we do here a little bit with our in-person, um, you know, we've got the, we call it the MTSS, the multi-tiered systems of support. And and that's kind of what you're offering, you know, a tier one, tier two type um, of, of, uh, of layout for the kids. And, and it, it, I think your point is, is, is right on is that the more pe- the more adults and the more people that you can surround those kids with, the more supported they feel 
Uh, and the more supported they feel, consequently, I think the more successful they're going to be. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because um, I was talking with one of our Japanese teachers the other day, and um, she was just expressing like, you know, she said the kids just seem so sad, you know, like they just are not as engaged. She's, you know, she's been teaching for 10 years with us. And she said, you know, for her, part of it is just feeling like a sadness that, you know, and I think especially since COVID that there's just been like this disconnect for kids, like the lack of motivation, lack of excitement around education. And, you know, the fact that we have lost so many teachers, you know, like there's those of us who are older, who are getting out. Um, there's younger people who are just tired, um, you know, that, that there's just, or maybe just not as many even coming out of teacher preparation anymore, you know, that um, we have to look at these alternatives. So, mm -hmm. you know, and I, like you, Don, have seen that, that like where kids get in those modules and some kids can do okay if they're really super self-motivated, right. but you don't right. see that. And, you know, I don't know, I guess it's, I'm just like making a statement here and just hoping that this type, like, I feel really hopeful when I'm talking to both of you and we're hearing about, you know, that we do have kids who are engaged. We do have kids who are doing that, but I know that in the big scheme of things, as education shifts and changes, and we have to have more of these types of learning experiences, like how do we make sure that we're giving students the best experiences and the best people? Um, you know, and I think some of that for us comes from that wraparound that we do with our teachers too. Absolutely. You know? Like, I don't think, and I think when we're overwhelmed, sometimes we forget about the people who are going to get in front of the room with the, the students and you know, Don, you talked about that early on, like that person is the most important person. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like, you know, especially as we've gained more people, we do an even better job of making sure that the adults are okay. And we want to make sure your adults are okay with what we're doing too. I mean, I think that's why it's been for us such a like crazy start, because now we have a bunch of new adults and we have, you know, even some people who are never in a school building. Mm -hmm. And that's another whole um, thing to tackle. Yeah, no, I think it is important to wrap around the people who are really in the trenches every day. And, and you know, when when you reflect as an administrator, you always wonder if that's, you know, you're, you're doing enough, you know, um, and, and, and hopefully we are, but I, I think your point of, of, of teachers leaving the profession is, is something that needs to be addressed. I mean, nationally, really, right. um, you know, we're, we're doing our best here, um, and I think a lot of people are doing their best in the schools, but, um, you know, when, when, when you've got competing interests and, and competing, uh, things monetarily that are, that are taking people out of the profession, you know, we actually, this year we started kind of a grow your own, it's very small, but a grow your own teacher program, uh, because we felt that was, you know, necessary to try to keep, you know, people in our community interested in furthering their career by staying here. But even with that that's not going to fill all the positions. So you're right. People are still going to be looking out for um, programs like yours. Um, I really think um, uh, foreign teachers as well, not just for foreign language, but for uh, your upper level, upper level math sciences and, and so on and so forth, because, you know, here the, the and, and, and I speak maybe a little figuratively, but the money draws a lot of those people out um, and so when people from other countries can make more by moving here right. in a teaching position, they will do that. 
And I think, you know, we're going to have to, at some point, whether it's, you know, statewide or nationally, look at how we um, allow for that. Because, you know, I've tried to work with people on, uh, is it HB1, I think, and J1 visas, and it's sticky. And uh, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be, um, because it probably should be. But uh, when you're having a crisis like this and you've got people that could fill it, um, you know, there's there should be something that we could do to 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 get those people here as well. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, and I think that's yeah, obviously that's a bigger, bigger. But that's kind of what we get into in schools on some level. I mean, we are impacted by some of the policies and some of the ways that that those things happen, because I think there are people out there who want to teach i mean i think we bump up against it too even with people who you know are from the u.s sometimes they have great education yeah Um, you know we had an arabic teacher who had a master's from university of michigan and Mm -hmm. like just couldn't get through the hurdles of our Mm -hmm. department of ed and was a great teacher teaches at you know probably universities you've heard of lehigh lafayette you know and she's teaching there but we can't get her teaching our k-12 kids mm-hmm. you know and it was just really you know it's heartbreaking she was one of the first people who came on board teaching with me you know we just had an asl teacher also who fabulous like fabulous helped us get the program up and running and it had two years of emergency cert but just didn't have the resources to be able to get into an education program wow. and like she was fabulous. We trained her. She got really, really good. She's yeah. a fabulous teacher. And I just wrote a letter of reference for her to teach at a junior college, you know, like a community college. And they will they will reap the benefits of the education that we provided her. Right. Right. And that's that's some of the parts too, like, you know, even without going, you know, into some of those other areas that are really sticky and really hard. Um, you know, it's yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to do. So, Don, that leads me to think. Um, I don't know if Lauren's going this year, but I'm going to AESA, so the Regional Service. It's a rural education con. Are we going to the rural education conference? I don't know, but I don't think that's on the. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but if we're not going this year, what I think we should do is we should pair up with Don and meet at. The rural, the national rural education conference, because I think that's been our mission and vision, and I think what you're doing, you know, what you and your superintendent Erica are doing, is is trying to find the best ways to make sure that your students have the opportunities they need, you know. And as we talk about, like, there's no place like home. Like, if how do we create a place where these students who want to live in rural areas, I want to live in a rural area. Right. That's my choice. I want to live there. Um, but how do I have those experience? Because it's possible now because we can be men, right? We can be with yeah. each other. So you sign me up. I'd love it. All right. Well, listen, <laughs> I think this has been an awesome like jump start to the conversation. So um, as we think about building this relationship out, Don, I can't thank you enough for sharing your positive experience with your friends. We we've really enjoyed working with them. Yeah. And, Not a problem. Uh, Thanks for the conversation today. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is great. And Lauren, as always, um, just a delight. Always so much insight. I love working with you. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next phase of our conversation, guys. So thanks for uh, everyone for listening in today. I'm Pat Mulroy, and I'm here with Don Vogt and Lauren McMinn. Thank you for joining us before we do this every day at the World of Learning. Have a great day.